Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Show you the one not dessert? Not for me. How good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. What the hell are you watching on your phone? Uh, Rudy Giuliani cameo videos. Oh, my God. He's doing cameos? He was. Okay. Anyway, uh, we are brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Tone. What's up, Kenny? Ticket prices, you got to get them off your, you got to get them okay. off, because we got to go quick, because I got to go to Akron, I got to go to Canton today. I know, I know, for a festive event. Why did so, I want to say Akron? Here is no, all over the place. That I if slept, you're going to the Hall of Fame, go to Akron, and then I just slept keep going. Three, I slept three hours last night, and I am all over the place today. Why? I'm sorry. I just could. I I had all these things to do. If you really want to know, I tried to get Axel on a different schedule. I said, Axel, you you take a shower, then you eat. You don't want to eat dirty right. and then have to go up and take a shower feeling all fat. I said, you go upstairs after practice, you take a shower, then you eat. But he asses off in the shower, and no, he's not old enough to do that yet, so I don't even want to hear it. But he asses off in the shower, and it took him forever. And I'm sitting there, and guys, it's like 9:30, and I'm going, get your ass down here and eat your. Eat your dinner. <laughs> because Liz is like, oh, well, I tell him to eat first and then take a shower because then we can go to bed and then he'll take a shower and go to his room and, and do everything. And then and then that's it. I don't want him to eat by himself. Is that's what she that's what she says. I'm like, well, I guess I'll stay with him and eat. And she goes, Well, please, thank you. And so I'm sitting there. Oh, oh I got it. I got home, 820, showered, took me three, four minutes, if that. Got in basketball shorts and a T-shirt, went downstairs and ate. I was eating by 8.30. It was 9.30 by the time he came. Because he'll watch TV, and he will sit in his room. I don't care if I'm saying this in the years of someday. He'll sit in his room ass naked, eight years old, watching TV. <laughs> and I am shouting, get down here and eat your dinner, because I wanted to go to bed. So it was like 10.30, 11 o'clock, so, woke up, 2 o'clock, boom, ready to go. We could not fall back During asleep. football season, I think we do let them eat. They eat before they shower. Well, Toby does. And Wyatt does. But there is kind of a hierarchy to who gets the shower, especially when all the boys. During wrestling season, it's different. I might have four kids that need to take a shower at 830 at night and still haven't eaten dinner. Mm-hmm. So Caden uh, does go shower first. But we've had those instances where they shower first and then they take too long and they get down there. We just pack the food up. We put it in the fridge and we don't tell them that you're not allowed to eat. It's just if you want to eat it and you want to eat it warm, I hope you know how to run the microwave, which they do. But mm-hmm. you need to you gotta handle it yourself. So that's gonna be my next step. Yeah, if you yeah. so it's I'm not gonna ever be one of those guys that goes, No dinny for you because you didn't make it down in time, but I definitely will go, uh the kitchen closes at a certain time and if you want it <laughs> Dinny. 
You got to do it yourself. Oh, and called it Denny. I call it Denny. <laughs> no Denny for you. I say it every day. When I leave the show, <sighs> when I leave this podcast today, I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to call my wife. I'm going to go, what are you doing? She's going to go, I'm at work. Every day I'm at work. You call me, I'm at work. And then I go, okay, cool. Cool, baby doll. What time are we going to eat Denny tonight? And she's going to go, shut up. I hate you. And then, you know, I'll look for the next one. I, it, the, the annoying things that you do on purpose. So now... A new thing to pass the time by with me and Sarah is me over-explaining everything I'm doing at all times after she answers a question or whatever. So she will do, as you can tell when she's annoyed, and it's, uh, uh, Anthony, are you going to unload the dishes? And I'll say, Sarah, absolutely, I am going to unload the dishes, and let's commence the opening of the dishwasher so I can unload the dishes and store them in their proper location in the kitchen. And you can imagine, like, she'll laugh for a little bit, but I'll continue it. And then she'll go, stop it. Like, seriously, stop it. And she's mad. Like, it will ruin the next hour, but I have to do it. And so it's been going on a lot lately (laughs) because, you know, now that we've been married and now that we've known each other for three years, we're out of things to talk about. I mean, that's it. Because she's not into sports. She's not into politics. I mean, she's an ask. athlete, and she's yeah. not into sports. You guys, done. This, this was just a marriage We're to done. have children, and that so, is it. Says, this yeah, is great. It was nose to the grindstone. <laughs> I always said, you know, we were going to green light the children thing as quickly as possible. And we are, and now we have a second second coming, and that's it. So we'll see. We'll see if this stands the test of time. You don't even enjoy each other's company. We're done. We're done having conversation. You know, I, she said, can you explain issue one to me? And I started, and she goes, I don't understand. I'm bored. And then that was the end of that conversation. And so I'm going to over-explain everything that we do from now on when she gets a little lippy with me about doing things that she thinks I should have done. That is glorious. I'm happy to see it. Like like the other day, because I have to brush my teeth downstairs now uh, because of making too much noise and waking her up me. and everything. So no, everything's getting moved down. I'm going to get moved down to the different wing of the house. So I got and one thing wait, to bring wait, up. Real quick. So there's toothpaste that splatters. Ugh. And she's go, and I, I just, I'm out the door as fast as I can right. because Ken will get mad. Now I got to worry about Ken. It's going. It's oh, I got from, something that's really going to piss you off here in a second. It's from worrying about Sarah to worrying about Ken, and so the splatter of the toothpaste will remain there. And she'll go. So did you not see the splatter that is right here on the counter? And I'll go. Okay, Sarah. Uh, sorry about that. Let me clean up the toothpaste post haste and get to it as soon as possible. I am now wiping up. And it is now clear for takeoff. You have a counter that is now clean, and you don't have to worry anymore about any of the you toothpaste post, any longer. You say post haste, you're starting a fight. Yeah. That's how that's going to yeah. go. I have I have something to bring. Well, I got quick. it from the Simpsons. The you Simpsons may, yes, was the post gas haste the, and the and the gas and the what does he call it? The something distillate. Uh, petroleum distillate. Post haste. Yes, petro- petroleum distillate. <laughs> go ahead. You reminded me of a time my dad got frustrated with my mom, and it was in the kitchen. And they kept getting in each other's way. And my mom gets all pissed and goes, well, if you would just tell me where you're going, and my dad, my dad, like, and, oh, people aren't going to be able to do this. I'm going to do my best to describe it. They're not going to be able to see it. My dad, like a robot, goes, I'm sorry I didn't tell you every move I was making, Debbie. Now I will move this way. <laughs> and I started roaring, and it pissed my mom off even more. Right. And I'm not staying for dinner. That was always mom's thing. I'm not eating dinner. No. And we're going, oh, here we 
we go. I'm telling you, three nights a week, something would piss her off where she'd make a big show of it and go, well, I'm not staying for dinner. And she'd go downstairs or go up to her room and read or God knows what else. And then there were times that she'd go upstairs and go, fine, I'm done. I'm I'm done being (laughs) mad and I'm going to talk now. When Chrissy goes, you're not funny, I go, but you're smiling and you're laughing. I can tell. And then I'll get the kids in on it and I'll bring all the kids in. I'll go, children, gather around and tell me, is your father funny? And they'll go, you're not funny, Dad, but they're laughing. I go, you're all laughing. So I know you're lying. Uh, It just makes it even worse. The other thing that pisses her off is we both hate Miss Rachel. We've talked about it. Yeah. yeah. But I start singing songs that I make up on the fly (laughs) to Miss Rachel (laughs) about how horrible she is and how I want things to happen to her <laughs> very mean spirited things <laughs> and sarah's done with that too she Does no she longer appreciates that to hear these and have those same well the swearing around right izzy and you know me i'm like oh, love it. come love on it. she, she gets one. pissed about you she's good turning one uh, she doesn't even know i'm her father yet she doesn't know these things why am i why do i have to censor myself I mean, like, like I'm on the radio. The whole point of me getting off the radio and say what I want to say is so that I can do it in the confines of the home that I bought. Yeah. I should be able to say what I want, there but instead, go. because the baby is learning bad words, now we're the to a baby place. hasn't learned anything yet. Sorry, you, you know, you're, I, I totally agree with you. I totally, hundred percent agree with you. Your wife does something that annoys me that my wife used Ooh, to do. Ooh, go ahead, because you hear it on the phone yeah. every day. Yeah. That's what I want. Sometimes to bring up. I love. I don't know I how you're going to take this. Making sure you hear it. Well, I want it, you to hear it. Okay. I want this you a is, part of my misery. This is my problem. This is my problem. And my wife used to do this. She used to do this. Your wife <laughs> will just start conversations with you yep. while I'm on the phone, yep. and she knows I'm on the phone. Yeah. And it pisses me off because I haven't brought this up to you, and I'm glad I'm bringing this up to you now because you're going to have to tell her, and she might get she's going to get a red ass her. with me. I'm not going to tell her. No. Because I'm going, I'm sitting there thinking, we could have this conversation done. (laughs) My time is valuable, too. I call Anthony every night. Anthony will call me. Anthony never calls me anymore. It's always me who calls. Because Lima is just overwhelmed with yard work and, and and kitchen work. You know what the hell with the national broadcast thing? We'll do that another time. Mike Breen will still be there. Trust me. He's the only one people trust anymore at ESPN. So anyway... I'm just going to get this off my chest. My wife used to do the same thing, by the way. So you're going through what we went through the first year that Liz and I were married. And so I'm reliving all that. But I'm sitting there going, stop talking to Anthony. I will be off the phone with Anthony in 15 minutes. You can say what you need to talk to with Anthony in 15 minutes. I have things I have to do as well. I'm not just sitting at home looking at the clock going, okay, it's 2.15. Okay, it's 2.16, so here in about three hours and and 44 minutes, I'm going to call Anthony. Okay, now it's 2.17, and in three hours and 43 minutes, I'm going to call Anthony. I'm not doing that. I'm a very busy person, just like you are, just like Owen is, and you have to respect my effing time as well. So if we can get this conversation in in a quick 20 some days, and some days are an hour, a lot great. of days are an hour, but if we can get this done in a quick 20, it'd be better for all of us. And there's so many, uh, hold on. And I'm hearing this conversation <laughs> in the background, and I'm going, Jesus Christ, just wait until the end of the phone call. So I told the story this week about the Jerry Ferrara situation. Yes. And this is exactly what happened. I love Sarah. She's a wonderful uh, woman. We all love her. This is exactly what happened. Like so it. I am ranking my top five most important conversations of my life 
that I have ever Where had. Does Jerry Ferrara. Jerry Ferrara is top five. I felt pressure. Wow. I felt here's what I got to get in. Here's what I need out of this. Uh, we got to make sure that I don't sound like a fan. I don't want to do that. And all this is going through my head while she's going, Anthony. What is the situation with the burrito that you ordered? Tapas. And Izzy needs the water. And what are we doing? And I'm like, I'm talking to a guy watched on TV for eight seasons and was pivotal programming. And during, a movie. During very, very interesting years of my life, I was watching Entourage. Entourage was there for me. And Turtle was one of the most important characters. And I now am meeting him, and he is treating me like an equal. I mean, we are having a conversation as if we're just two guys. Just two guys hanging out, and she is not allowing it to happen because the baby is there, and the baby needs all these things to stay alive. But apparently, Sarah needed my help right there at that urgent time in space. I will never was understand Was there anyone that. around Sarah when she did it? Yeah. People saw what was going on. Was she talking to people? I made sure that, uh, that, that, she, that she had things to do. Because if she is lonely, I know you have to be by her the entire time. Well, this is why I'll be excited well, to have another Lima kid. Lonely Lima is not just an Anthony thing. Lonely Lima transfers by marriage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doesn't really. I mean, she did have girls to talk to that they could, all, all women do is talk about bringing up the kids. Because all mm-hmm. of these guys in this circle, this particular circle, the, we all just had kids in the last two years. We're wow. all later in life and we all Jeez. had kids. And so that's what she has to talk about. I get bored about talking about that stuff, but she's the one having the kids. She's the one. My that- buddy Brett. I bored my buddy Brett to tears. There's, it's weird how it, how some conversations just turn us off when it comes to that stuff. My best friend Brett, um, totally, like he acted like it ruined his night. And I go, okay, you're being you're being a little dramatic. Shut the, I almost cussed. Shut up. Like I got I got very upset with him because I can be very a matter of fact, and because I argue with you, it has made me very quick with him. Yeah, I love it. And so it like it used to be. We would just, if we ever got in a fight, we ever got met, because we lived with each other for a couple years as well. I've known Brett since I was six years old. It would be a shouting match. Now, I just, I do what you do. I will talk very fast. I have pointed spots where I want to hit him with, and he has no idea what to do. Like you, you who him. can come right after me. It's not a fair fight. Yeah. Like, and I, and I will act every bit as dismissive with him, and he can't let it roll off the top. Like when you brought up, Today, and I could tell you were a little annoyed because it got pretty tight. And plus, I wasn't looking at you. I was stirring my yogurt, and I thought that was a pretty nasty thing for me to do. And I didn't mean to do that. You talked when, about how quickly you eat yogurt and how then non-desirable it is. We st- I got to get something in me, and I hate it. I used to like the yogurt. Now I hate the yogurt because it's an everyday you've gotta, terrible thing. you got to throw either uh, almonds in there no. or how about this? I'm not trying to dress up the yogurt. The clusters. The uh, what, what do I like? I like those those clusters. Granola. Granola clusters. Oh, my God. It's extra protein. It is so tasty. I didn't know that. Well, I might try that. But today, when you brought up the preseason, and I said, no, they don't want money. Shut up. They don't want money. Or they don't, want to, they don't care about anybody getting hurt. It's the NFL. All they want is money. And you went, that's why they took away the games. I go, that's because they added a 17th game, Anthony. And I'm sitting there talking. I wouldn't even look Anthony in the face. We were so annoyed with each other. I was sitting there, and I could tell Anthony was just about to be like, all right, F you. You finished the segment by yourself. Then I started like, watching the TV. I and I was really staring at the TV. Because <laughs> we is- did. 
What is Owen thinking when this stuff is going on? Because it was, it got very petty. It was, it was to a different level. It wasn't even personal. It was just we, very we get even, out of my we face. We were not thinking about our listeners. No, anymore. we weren't. No, we weren't. <laughs> and I always wonder what is uh, Anthony. I, I double A. We just don't know him well enough yet. <laughs> he won't let us in. And, and yeah, he won't. He's, he really won't. He's like Batman. And, but I always have got to wonder what Owen is thinking when he's seen two grown men argue like grown women. I think it, I hope he finds it entertaining. I think when he sees us, he kind of just looks and goes, "This is amazing. Look no. at these two. He doesn't no. always like it. I know. Well, I know there are times like when he no, doesn't like it. No, yeah, well, especially when we go four always, minutes over the break. The he first thought like is always the business, right? So it's always time. I, I'm always concerned with time. And if it's six fifty-two and we're supposed to get out at six fifty-four, I go, "Okay, two minutes of this. This is not going to be great." So then I go, "Owen, oh, how can you fill the time?" So then I'll do a little fill time. But then sometimes I go, it's 6.56, and we were supposed to be out three minutes mm-hmm. ago. And then I'm like, well, these idiots just get over this so that we can get going on to the next thing. <laughs> but I will do that to him. Not not as nasty as I was today. I felt bad about I'm sorry that I was sitting there. I, I realize how that looked when I'm just sitting there going, no, you're wrong, Anthony. You don't, you don't know nothing about the concept kinda, of the NFL. You know what? I think part of what, what – If I look at you, it's different. I, I wasn't even looking. I think – like we've heard over the years the radio guys that would stop talking to each other, looking at each other. I think the power of us is that we do all the same stuff. We do all the same petty arguments. Yes. But my God, the next segment, we – we either acknowledge it and move on and make it even better, yeah. or we're just on to the next thing, and you would have never known if you just tuned in at that point. Yeah. You would have never had any idea. And I've thought about that, and I wonder what is going to happen when we are on video, and those videos are out there, and people are going, well, I got it. I got to tune in now. These guys just lost it on each other, and we're sitting there chanting, Super Bowl! Because we will. We will yell at each other, and it's not an act. It, it's very true. We mean it in the moment, and then during the segment, we're fine. Um, there's a couple times where we carry it out of the studio or out of the segment, but again, We've it lasts. Only had that it, a few times, no, it, but it lasts like five minutes. When I kept cutting you off last week, I felt bad. I, I I I said I was sorry about that. I don't know why I was overcompensating. I was cutting you off, but because of the way Lima and I argue with each other, it it definitely affects my relationships with other people because other people are not used to that type of conversation all the time. Where I'm very used to. Conversating with you about that. By the way, you talked. You talked about fighting with uh, someone you live with, right? Yeah. You what in college? Fighting with Liz. Fighting with my buddy Brett. You your buddy Brett. You fight with Sarah. So I, you fought with Tony. I lived with seven other guys, and most of the time it was Real hijinks. World. It was fun. It was I can't believe every day is just a new a new day here of us. Just if you live with a lot of guys, it's like that. If you live with yeah. one other guy, you're right. It's not like that. But when crap would hit the fan. And then the egos started up, and we were all lifting weights. We were all some some of the guys were on more mm-hmm. than just creatine, mm-hmm. and the emotions would start flowing. And of course, everybody's in their feels with their women and whatever. But I remember we had a guy, Christian. He was from Philadelphia. He came that here, he came up. to Ohio State to play lacrosse, and then quickly that was over. He was trying to walk on lacrosse team, and that lasted like two months. And then he was just partying like never before. Good. And he was one of our good friends. And I'll never forget the petty arguing. So he moved in because we had two guys get evicted. And I don't even know if we were charging them. We just loved him so much. We loved hanging out with him so much that we wanted him, we wanted him around at all times. And we're like, hey, Christian, we got fruit flies all over the place. Like, you got you to gotta throw this stuff away. You've got to throw <laughs> the garbage away. You can't just leave this stuff. And one time he had had it up to here with us clucking, and he 
I remember he threw like this this ice cream that he was stealing from Brady, this guy that lived with us from Cincinnati. He was stealing his ice cream. Brady started <laughs> Brady started keeping track of his ice cream with a sharpie marker marker on how much ice cream was left in the thing, and he threw Brady's ice cream while he was again stealing it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what? I didn't come to college to be told to clean stuff. That's not why we're here. We're not going to remember cleaning stuff 20 years from now for our college experience. And he slammed the door and walked out. <laughs> and he knocked someone up and lives in Colorado now. Whoa! Yep. yep. Wow! That was the story of Christian. He was so much fun. We had... <laughs> we lived... I lived in... How the hell with everything else? So we lived in, uh, my first year at Akron, I lived in Brown Street dorms, and it is where it was where the stadium is now. And uh, I never, I didn't ask to be in that dorm. It was a all-guys dorm. And it was Ooh. me and a bunch of football players. And I'm like, I didn't ask to be in this dorm. I, I asked to be in Bulger Hall or Brown Street. What was it? Not Brown Street. The one that used to be a Holiday Inn, and they made it a dorm. And um, I lived there for the year. That was great. And then I decided to, because I would go over to um, Sherman Street where my buddies lived. I basically stayed in that house all the time. But then I lived in Timbertop. Have you ever heard about Timbertop? I have heard of Timbertop, Timbertop is right down the street. It's it's, it's at the top of the valley, but I wasn't of drinking age yet, so I really couldn't enjoy the valley. And um, it was right down the street from uh, Ernest Angeles Cathedral. <laughs> yeah. So you'd leave, like, you try to go, like, oh, I'm going to go get food. And you learn very quickly, you are not doing that on a Sunday afternoon. Not that's letting out. Because yeah. that place was packed to the ass with cars full of people. It was all these huge families. And then they'd stay and go to the Cathedral Buffet. Obviously, so he's you know two birds stoned at once. Oh there. my god, what a what a coup for and him! I never stayed at that apart. The ho- the apartment we stayed at was huge. There were three of us there. This guy named Tony is a pretty decent guy. My buddy named Danny, who was one of my best friends growing up, and then there was me. And I don't know why I can't explain it. I was never there. I barely had food there. They were like they used to make jokes about it. And then my buddy Danny got pissed. He's Did you ever like, feel bad? Do you ever feel no, bad? About he it? tried to make me feel bad yeah. about it. He tried to make me feel bad. He's like, you're never here. We never see you. You're never here. I'm like, I'm busy. I got things I got to do. (laughs) I'm busy. I'm busy. I acted like I was busy. And I wasn't. I was a college idiot, and I had nothing else to do. I was busy. I was was hanging out at the college radio station. That's what it was. There's so much free. That's the one thing you learn when you go into college. You're like, what am I going to do all day? And you act like you're busy. You like to act like you're busy. There's so much free time. I was like, oh, I'm studying. No, you're not. You're not studying. I was a communications major. And then I got to stay... um, we stayed back. We were back on Brown Street, but we were in an apartment, and that was the fun. That was where that's where Brett and I stayed. We had these neighbors who lit. We were on top of a motorcycle shop. It was never really loud, though. That's the thing. And um, I remember I got very short with the guy downstairs. The guy who owned it was this guy named uh, Jim Cheney. He was a nice enough guy, but the guy downstairs owned a motorcycle shop, and I had a problem with my coil tail in my truck. <laughs> A coil tail basically will cut off the gas. Uh, I had no idea. I had no idea. (laughs) So I I drove this old Silverado, and I thought for sure that I had run out of gas. I remember I needed to go, like, borrow gas. I needed to go get, like, a – I needed to go get gas at the uh, speedway up the road. And I go, hey, it's a motorcycle shop. Can I take one of your gas tanks and go up there? And he's like, yeah, "Yeah, your gas can. And he goes, I'm going to need to see an ID. What? 
I said, we live upstairs. Yeah, but I need your ID. I need something in case you steal my gas can. I go, we see each other every day. <laughs> and finally, I just like, you know what? I need something from this guy. I don't have time to mess around. I'm going to give him what he needs. But the whole time, I go up to Speedway. I fill up the gas can. I'm bringing it back down. And me and my buddy brother are going, I cannot believe this idiot needs my uh, like. It was the whole time. Though. You should have been like, yes. the coil tank. Yeah, but you should coil tail. You should have then. I didn't know at the time it was the coil tail. I in, just thought it was. In out return, of gas. you would have said, "Well, now you have my ID. I need something of yours." Make sure and we I just get kept my going with the grift. We lived across. We lived across. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But there were two apartments on top, and there was like a small hallway that went downstairs, st- stairway that went downstairs, and there was a small thing between the doors. And there was a, I didn't realize this, a married couple, the one girl ran track, and we thought that her husband, I thought it was just her boyfriend, was hitting her. And we like went over there one day, and I, because he is shouting, uh, it was a interracial couple. Mm-hmm. He is shouting racial slurs oh at the top God. of his at the top of his lungs. He is sh- guys. We're downtown Akron. We are in a very diverse area, and he the is walls sh- are paper thin. Screaming racial slurs, and he's pounding the walls. I'm going. Is he hitting her over there? We go over. We knock on the door. Oh my God. And we go, because the guy was, like, not big. He was not a big dude. So I had no problem going over there. I didn't think he was going to knock my ass out. So I go knocking on the door. My buddy Brett's with me, and he, he like, answers her. He's like, uh, hello? And we're like, are you okay in there? He's like, yeah, why? And I go, you're screaming racial slurs as loud as you possibly can. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just playing video games. She was not home. <laughs> he's playing video games online. and that Auto 3. Yes, and he, that's where, like... That is where most I, racial I, slurs these days I've, live. I've, yeah. I've already warned Axel. He's eight years old, and I can hear his little buddies on the thing, and I go, you better not say any of that stuff. I don't care, and if those kids are playing that, you better not let you're saying that. You better not let me hear it, because mm-hmm. I'm never going to let you play on online again. 
He was screaming cuss words, hitting the wall, shouting racial slurs as loud as he could, and we were shocked, shocked. And we go, I go, he's playing video games. He's doing this. Did you? Ask and I didn't if- realize that's like like up. Uh, the vast majority of people who play video games online do that. And then, did you ask what his gaming tag was? So no, you I did go not. Play him and shout slurs. No, back? I did not. Then um, these two girls lived next door. They moved in. I knew the one girl because I kind of, sort of hung around with her friend. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, it was weird though because I couldn't really do much, and I didn't want to do much because it was my buddy's ex girlfriend. And I was like, eh, it ended up being a good idea to not do anything. Boundaries. With but Get my out of buddy, here. my buddy. Uh, him and the him and the other roommate. I'd come home and I'd hear it and go, Jesus Christ! All right, here we go. And then she thought it was a little bit more serious than he did, and it turned a little dramatic. It turned really dramatic really quickly. But he was not dramatic about it. She was dramatic about it. I felt bad for her, but then I'd end up being a because I have I have sympathy for people. I ended up being a shoulder to cry on. And I'm like, I do not want to, I'm, I feel bad for you, but you keep going over here, and I know what you're doing with my friend, and it's just, he's not going to buy the cow. He's getting the milk for free. Just move on with your life. Move on with your life. He's a ball player for crying exactly. out loud. This isn't going to work out. I got my own problems. I got my own girlfriend who I know is running around with ball players. I don't need to deal with this. But anyway, greatest times of my life, man. I can't believe four. Uh, so I, I went to OU and then went to Ohio State and then obviously the grad school thing in Syracuse. I don't remember all that much from college. That's what's crazy. <clears throat> really? All those days. And I'm like, what did I do? What was the point of any of this? I mean, I was doing the student radio, TV, <clears throat> newspaper stuff, but like that only took up so much time. What the really? hell was I doing every day? Well, I wasn't in a fraternity. My buddies were in did fraternity. You ever get, did you ever get offered to be in a fraternity? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we hung out. We hung out with my buddies. I wouldn't say it on the air. I'll say it on the podcast. Lambda Kai. They were Phi Tau's, my buddies. Phi Tau, yeah, that was one. I went uh, to one of the meetings, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just not digging it. Buddy Greg Walker wanted me to go. He ended I up being afford a Lambda it. Kai. To be honest, I couldn't afford it. Really? It was too much money. I just didn't see the reason in. I was in the 90th Fighter Squadron. Okay. Okay. That would have been a time to walk away. That was pretty damn good, but still, yeah, you're gonna lay that trump card on us. Um, It was like I think it was three hundred dollars a semester. I could have. And I, I I just, I don't know. And then my buddies from back home pay to be in a fraternity. You have to pay to have friends. Yeah, that's what my buddies from back home kept making fun of me about. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna pay to have friends." GDIs. If you didn't join, they called you the GDIs. What's that? The blank blank independence. Really? That was a thing. So what? When I left, that's what they were calling me behind my back? Yeah, it's weird. It was very weird. That's weird. I do wonder, though, like, looking back, obviously I had a bunch of friends at Ohio State, but my experience would have been elevated with a fraternity because they just they <clears throat> force you to, to hang out with girls. That sounds like, well, you should go hang out with girls. That's not always that easy. That's still an awkward stage for some, some guys. If you have a house... They are, they are committed to making sure that you hang out with that sorority... And then you just kind of fall into place, and definitely work for my buddies. I mean, my buddies had the different sorority girls at every mixer, every every single arranged thing that they had, every field day that they had. It was always if you would have joined, a, if you would have joined, let's you want to get crazy about this. Yep. Let's go back to the wife. If you would have joined a fraternity, do you think you would already been married? Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, probably. You're right. Think about I that. I would have been in relationships. Definitely think about would that. have because those things are meant. 
because, to find relationships. And also, also, I mean, not, they're not meant for that specific purpose, also, but it's, it's either it's, that I mean, or it's right you there. end up you yeah. end up with the reputation if you're with too many different girls, and then that becomes problematic too. If you're never committing, well, yeah, if you're never actually committing, that's why you would end up in anything. a committed relationship. So yeah, it, it does happen. You're right. They all had, they all had girlfriends. I mean, they all cheated on them. It's college, you know. What are you gonna do? But they uh, that you're right. That's so true. I might have a totally different <clears throat> life had I joined a fraternity. And yeah. I feel like fraternities also they steer you into business. It's a lot of business. Hey, yeah. my, my dad's interviewing for that. You want to do this? Uh, and it was all pharmaceutical sales, <clears throat> medical device sales. Like yeah. Everybody just went and did that out of, out of college. All my buddies. So your son, who I'm assuming you're going to name Anthony Jr., would no. you encourage him to uh, join if he when he goes to college? Uh, he's not going to be able to afford it. <laughs> okay. Well, then. Things are going south in a hurry. Uh, no. You know what? Before he's even out, things are going south. I was dead set against it. Like, I was stubborn. I am not joining a fraternity. You guys are weird. Like, I was... And then I met a bunch of the fraternity guys. And, yeah, there was a bunch of the, the weird that I was worried about. And and, and uppity. Uh, they had money. Whatever. But Elitism. I, yeah. But then I met some normal guys. And I'm like, yeah, maybe there were some fraternities I could have... Others I definitely could not have joined. There, there were ones... Definite, definite dividers on class. Without a doubt. I mean, they really? know... They they know who's 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 coming from what like they can kind of tell and then you have your party more partier uh, you know organizations. That's why I actually I, I so I was at my first year I did really well academically, which I never really did before. But I'm like, well, I don't have anything to ass off with, and I'm up here in Akron, and for whatever reason, I really knocked the books down. But it was I was doing communication, and the general study stuff was was easy compared to yeah. where I came from. My my school district. I don't know if it's still known this way, but my school district was supposed to be was known to be a really hard school district, um, rigorous, if you will, and so it came easy. And so I had like a three nine. Oh, my first year! Damn, and so I got invited. So you got A's in all those one hundred, those, yeah. those just general classes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easy. That's pretty good. I had already known it. I had already been taught it. So it was just, it was just a refresher, basically. Where there were kids who were not taught basic yeah. history, science, math, that stuff. So I did that. I know one school in particular. And I was going to do it. Or I was going to go check it out. And I, or I, I got asked the thing, and I was going to go check it out, and I decided not to because I was like, eh, I don't think this is for me. The Lambda Kai House, that was. They seem to be really my type of dudes, like blue collar. Their dads worked in factories and things like that. Like you know, their dad were their dads were you know, oh, he's the he's the manager of the he's the foreman here at you know at Cleveland Cliffs or something like that. Like that's the way it kind of seemed to be. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it because my buddy Greg joined, mm-hmm. and we would bust his balls to pieces over it. And I was part of that, but I'm also like, oh, I, I know that. I worked with these two guys named Nick who were part of it, and they were really cool. I'm like, oh, I know those guys. Those guys are cool guys. But it I'm like, would, eh, I can't do it in the end. It would divide some of the friendships. Uh, I'll tell you, I had some of the best times, and anybody that went to Ohio State will know that this particular fraternity threw the best parties. It was the Sammies, the Jewish fraternity. <clears throat> they threw the best parties. They had the biggest house. Uh, it was incredible. I think it's one of the biggest frat houses in the country. Uh, they've been since kicked off campus like five times. Really? But they uh, they would let people like me who weren't Jewish. They I knew some of the guys. They're like, yeah, come on in. Come I on didn't in. know that. And they and you would party, and all the girls were there, and we had a blast. And so I always remember that. Had great time. The Sammies. They uh they they let all everybody in. 
I just because of Brett finally, but by that time I was actually buckling down and like, all right, I'm getting a job at this radio station. Yeah. I'm going to work here. My, my you're buddy, not going to have time for it. Yeah, my buddy was a baseball player, and so I got to know all those guys. But by that time, like I went out with them a few times, and they knew how to have a good time. College baseball players knew how to have a good time, and I had a really good time. This guy Doug McNulty, who lives in lives in Pennsylvania, great guy, awesome dude. Um, if he hears this, hopefully he hears this. Still love Doug McNulty to this day. Um, and he would like the one he would listen to like he would listen to Black Label Society. And this one time you go in and he's just sitting there in just a jock strap and like this leather vest, like banging on the drums. There is a thousand people standing in this <laughs> in this uh, living room and he is just sitting there pounding on drums the whole time. Just loved it. Didn't care. Uh, it was a good time, but. I didn't really get to experience it much because then it was like, all right, we're going to go and we're going to go. I'm going to go run the board now for the Akron Arrows. And I would do that. And by that time, so it's always where the the craziness, and it's probably better, the craziness I missed me. Plus, I, I, was, I told you, I, I got a lot of the... Um, <clears throat> I got a lot of the uh, extracurriculars, if you catch my drift. I got it out of the way in high school. Mostly people experiment with that stuff in college. I ended up experimenting with it in high school. <laughs> so I was kind of done. Uh, I know we got to go because uh, you got something to get to. I do. Uh, did any of your friends not make it through college? Oh, plenty. We had a ton. We had a ton plenty. of Ohio we had, a, we had a going away party for a couple of them. Because <laughs> it was time. This kid, Billy, he <laughs> was like, you got to yeah. you you do something because this isn't working. He was serious with his girlfriend. And it wasn't like he's like, it wasn't like he's like, oh, we had an oopsie. It wasn't like that. It was just like. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll come back here at the you end of next knew. year. And we knew. And it was a knockdown, drag out, all night, raging, people in the street type of thing. And at the end of the night, everybody's all loaded. And, oh, I'm going to miss you, man. Because yeah, we knew. That was it. Haven't seen him since. Have not been in his physical presence <laughs> since that evening. And then we had a couple others that were just like that. Yeah. Plenty of guys. And that's at Akron. I mean, it's set up for you to, to be successful. All right, that's good. Good, uh, good trip down memory lane. Yeah, I guess we didn't I get like to that. get a chance to talk about Mike Breen. Yeah, but you know what? You got to know us, and that's what's important. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.